0: Nuts and berries, baby. Nuts and
1: berries.
0: (laughs) Nuts and berries. Uh, Bill, the summer of the queen rages on. We're glad. I'm glad you could uh, jump in today.
2: I got a week. uh, Next week, I got a concert. So if we can't go Tuesday, I'm out. Sorry. There you go. (laughs) So (laughs) it's the summer. uh,
3: Yeah, yeah. Bill, it's the summer of the queen. Summer of the queen. I'm sorry. Just speak. Ready for football season. That's all we care about.
2: Yeah, once, I mean, once fucking September rolls around, everything, I mean, summer's over.
0: Once September rolls around in New England, the sun goes down at three and there's nothing else to do but uh, drink and pitch about sports, so
1: Hmm?
0: welcome, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) What do you say we start the show, the Simple Mind Sports Show, where we talk all things latest and the greatest about New England sports. A lot to get to today. Surprisingly, I started writing shit down and I I didn't think it was going to be this much, but um, there's some stuff, some short subjects. Uh, some longer uh, uh, segments for sure, but Bill Russell died. We'll touch on that. R.I.P. to the legend there. Vince uh, Scully
2: died this Vince morning, Scully, Wednesday, yeah. as we record this. That's huge. 94 years old. Called Dodgers game for 67 years. Incredible.
0: That's pretty much the end of that segment. Yep. So R.I.P. Vin Scully uh, <laughs> Red Sox trade deadline. We have a lot to say about that. That'll take up a bulk of the show, but also a uh, happy birthday to, uh, to who, the one who is dead to us. Shall we uh, not say his name again? Uh, it is. It is Wednesday as we record this, but th- it goes a little further than the birthday. The birthday boy got a wish. She didn't get suspended for tampering down there with those slime Fox in Miami. Uh, we will be talking a little bit about that story piggybacking off the patriots offense which is abysmal i'd like to have judas back behind center if you ask me but mm-hmm. we can get into that uh we got simplest minds of the week and if we get to it we got some other stories we got deshaun watson appealed by the nfl his six game sub- suspension and live golf continues to make headlines with some uh lawsuits coming their way uh by phil mickelson and the like uh that they have suspended from tour so A lot to get to. Let's do some opening takes, some random opening takes that we have not talked about yet. Bill, the queen, haven't heard from you in three weeks. Why don't you go ahead, uh, kick us off.
2: I'm going to go on the subject of um, Hyman Bloom. Gutless piece of shit, Hyman Bloom. Okay. 2019, Dave Dabrowski sold on the trade deadline. (laughs) Boston, Boston Red Sox were in Anaheim. He traveled with the team and told every player to their face that they got traded. This piece of shit stayed in Boston. This pussy muscle stayed in Boston and delivered, had other guys on the team deliver the news as Vasquez is getting traded and things like that. It's just a bullshit move. The fact that I don't trust the move he makes at all. I don't trust him one bit. I've lost all, all confidence in him. He has no direction alluded to the, the Bruins. We'll get into it more stale they've been stale for two three years no direction well bloom's been here two three years now and i don't know what he's doing it took him four uh, year and a half to address the first base situation finally getting a real first base it's just i have zero confidence there's nothing there's nothing that he's doing that's right i'm I'm so out on him fire fire pussy sheets bloom
0: <laughs> yeah the pussy muscle uh yeah um say what you want about his moves but the gutless Approach of not being uh, on site. He flew when, in today. When you trade the most tenured Red Sox on the uh, on the, st- not not only just the most tenured. You know this isn't a Marcus Smart. This is your catcher. Like a catcher on a baseball team means something, especially when you've been there for that long.
2: Especially when he's good.
0: Yeah, uh, he
2: Heimblum, plays a lot of games. Like he like yeah. Pulecchi gets fifth one, all time. One game a week. Yeah, he, he never really? comes out. Yeah, for catchers, fifth. Yeah, oh shit.
0: So, um, yeah, well, well, we certainly have a lot to say about that. So let's kick it over to Ray for his opening take, see where he wants to go, and we'll get back to the uh, Heim Bloom pussy muscle.
3: Uh, the era of the Boston she, she, she. being champions uh, is no more because the Patriots suck right now. The Patriots offense, uh, they're trying to run shit. Uh, Mac Jones is very unhappy. He sounded very depressed at his uh, press conference. This Speaking of no direction, this offense has no direction. They look abysmal. They look like uh, when the defense that we all think is going to be the probably worst defense of Bill Belichick's era was celebrating because they're stopping these guys in the red zone uh, 10 out of 11 times, this is going to be a very bad season for this New England Patriots team
0: yeah um yeah we can get into that i don't know if i'm as down as you are ray uh and i have my reasons why which we could touch on i have two way which way you want to go you want to go bill russell or you want to go tom brady which would you like tom brady tom
2: brady oh, bill russell
0: great okay here's both tom brady uh <laughs> wanted out tom brady wanted out for a very long time this is why you should be listening to the simple mind sports show if this is your first time we told you this years ago when we first started doing the show tom brady bill bill didn't force tom brady out tom brady's uh Uh, motivations and what he wanted changed. Belichick's didn't that's what happens when you have a 21-year-old quarterback and a 50-year-old man. The 50-year-old man changes a lot slower than the 21-year-old man, and that's what happened with Tom Brady. As he got older, the things that he wanted to change is he got butthurt by Garoppolo. He got butthurt by this. He got butthurt by the contract, and he wanted out. And this tampering scandal coming out of Miami proves it. 2019, his last year with the Patriots, he was dipping his little pen in Miami's ink the entire time fucking season as he came out and said to uh was it collinsworth i'm the most miserable eight no quarterback in league history as his team was running rampant over the nfl this guy had already had a foot out the door everyone saw it everyone knew it was coming and uh it, it just goes to show you that tom brady wanted out so enough yeah, of bill
2: this. Parr sells it
0: yeah he he he, Ooh, well done, William. Well, well done, him. Bill. And you know what? And he had good enough PR and a good enough reputation in New England to uh, to pin it all on Belichick. And we've been over this time and time and time and time again. We don't have to go through it all again. It was definitely a mutual breakup. But this whole Bill Belichick forced him out of town. Enough. Bullshit. Brady, Brady fucking diva his way out of town. And for the entire season of 2019, he was flirting with the, with the Dolphins. On a, we'll get back to it. On a more positive note, Bill Russell. RIP, one of the greatest legends. You know, does uh, we all know his story, his history. We could touch on a little bit. I just went to uh, the, uh, my mind went to where does he land on the Rushmore, and I think in Boston, there's been so much. You got to have two. You got to have two Rushmores. You got to be, uh, you got to have a Russell. You got to have a uh, 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 Bobby Orr, Ted Williams, Rushmore, and then you got to have like an Ortiz, Pierce. And uh Brady, Brady, there's,
2: there's four on each, Rich. So Brady goes on number one. Well, Brady's Brady goes Well,
0: best. this is this is this is my backup from the Brady opening tick. Brady goes on both. <laughs> the yes, Patriots were too shitty early on, and he's so good that he gets both.
3: Well, you and could and put I had... Belichick on one, couldn't you?
0: Fine, but, only. He, but it doesn't it doesn't go on there. But you know what I'm saying? There's been yeah. so. How do you compare uh, David Ortiz, the the greatest winner, uh, in Red Sox history, his 2013 World Series will go down in history. Obviously, just made the Hall of Fame this year. Compared to Ted Williams, the greatest hitter in history, you got to have two Rushmores for that. You go Larry Bird and Bill Russell. How you got
2: to you- go Russell because uh, if we if we go Larry Bird, we play to the narrative of Boston and go with the white guy. I'm going. I'm going chocolate. <laughs> well, I'm going situation. to
0: This is why I'm going. I'm going chocolate. I'll take vanilla on the uh, secondary Rushmore. Um, and then you got to go Patrice Bergeron and the new age, Bob, you and in the old age and then and then Brady makes both of them. So um, that was my that was my only thought with the uh, Bill Russell thing it, it coming down because he played so fucking long ago. There's nobody like. There's barely enough people alive that can tell you. He how, won how he was.
2: eleven titles in thirteen years. He H- won a
0: straight. <sighs> he won a shit ton. All right, we'll talk about that. We'll start off with that. Maybe we'll dive a little bit deeper into the, how much he won there. Uh, again, we'll do Red Sox. We'll do Patriots. We'll do simplest minds of the week. If we get to it, the, the Watson thing and the live golf. Welcome to the Simple Minds Sports Show. Friday Rewind, August fifth. Suck it, Ray. Welcome to the show. Close my eyes, I just wrote it down a couple times. I was late with the email, so it's, it's fresh in my brain. Ah. Uh, if you're if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we apologize. Except for Bill, you might want to hone in on Bill's screen because he he is guns out, guns out with his Walmart tank. Old Navy. Sorry, Old Navy. <laughs> it's gray though, so
2: it's it's nice. It's blue. You're colorblind. Oh, is it
0: polka dotted
2: too? Yeah, it's got little palm trees on it. <laughs> wow
0: that is fruitier than i thought okay uh so i take that apology back you're welcome for watching on youtube uh (laughs) if you're not you should but if you're listening on uh on your podcast your favorite podcast outlet whether it be itunes spotify or iheart we are we are the number one uh new england sports
2: self-proclaimed
0: well self-proclaimed on itunes but actual number one on iheart pretty Mm -hmm. sure that's what the numbers dictate. So congratulations to us. Uh, all right, uh, just a little more touch on uh I think he he's earned it. Bill Russell uh dies at 88, 11 of the 17 Celtics championships, which is just a little bit laughable because so many Celtics fans eh, talk about the 17 championships and like 11 of them happened fucking 40 years ago with one
3: guy. No, just, we weren't alive like for any 60 of years ago. What are you talking about? Yeah, long, 70 years, years ago. ago.
2: I mean, he died. He was 84. I yeah, mean, so, again, he was the what first What was that like, coach. Bill, as you were
0: coming up and uh, learning to tie your shoes, watching him? the Short white guys in
2: combat boots on their court. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> when you're 6'10. I mean, he was just a freak athlete. He was like a long jump champion. And I think he, he, you know, he did shit like that at the University of San Francisco. He wanted to. National championship, and he competed in the long jump and I think the high jump at six ten. I mean, he's a freak athlete. He was trying to make the Olympic teams in the fifties before he, you know, playing with the Celtics. Just a freak athlete. It's it's crazy. Like he revolutionized the game. You know, you didn't have guys that block him and Wilt. You know, he didn't care about scoring. I mean, he averaged what ten or twelve points for his career. You know, everything was rebounds and blocks. I mean, he had forty rebound games. I was
3: say he had a ridiculous rebound game. Yeah, yeah, it was
2: in the forties. I mean, it's just the way basketball was. You know, but. I think we don't appreciate it now because of the the game, you know, and, and the, the freak athletes that were in the game. I think if he was in the game now, he would just be a you know a nice piece now because the big the big guys aren't aren't valued enough. Where especially guys like him, I mean, Andre Drummond's a perfect example. I mean, that's a guy that could give you twenty and twenty a night, but he doesn't fit in the NBA anymore.
0: Yeah, you know who they were talking, whoever was talking about this, and Bill Russell's fit in the NBA today. You know what I thought might be a comp. And it would, you know, he would I don't know if he could jump as athletic as this guy But Robert Williams is a guy That's about the same height 6'9", doesn't do okay, a lot Tommy of scoring
3: <laughs> I'd say I'd Dennis say... Rodman more More Dennis Rodman Rebound and defense was his key to winning And he wasn't really a known as yeah, but but There's he
0: some crazy out the stat gym. to play that, that,
3: That's what they said about Bill Russell
0: He could fucking jump out of the gym Whatever that meant in 1956 Probably doesn't mean the same as today he could touch the rim <laughs>
2: He could touch the top <laughs> of the backboard. He was 6'10.
0: Yeah, I think that Robert Williams is a decent comp. Fuck you, Bill. I, I actually do. I think it could jump. How about jump Ben him? Wallace? Ooh. Ben Wallace couldn't jump, but he was he was sturdy. He's a great rebounder. I just um yeah, I, the question, you know, when you uh, you talk about the NBA is good for this. The, uh, baseball used to be good for this before, when people cared. But like um, going from generation to generation and comparing players and how does it translate? Would LeBron play as well in the 80s NBA as he did, you know, in, in this day no, he and, wouldn't. Age, and so on and so forth? You know, obviously, Russell would not have won 11 of 13 championships. There was only fucking eight teams in the league at one point when I think when he was winning those. So that was that was true. But he also beat Wilt Chamberlain. Pretty much every single. Time I don't think Wilt
2: got a played. got a win against him.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Not probably in the championship And the last. Elgin Baylor
2: that, played on those teams that and he Lakers never team won because was the fucking Russell, lo-
0: the logo, and uh, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, and Wilt Chamberlain in that last championship the Celtics won against the Lakers. The Lakers had Jerry West, Wilt Chamberlain, and Elgin Baylor. The Celtics were fourth in the East going into that championship and bill Russell with player coach and drag them to the yeah, win in seven games. So, Elgin
2: Baylor never won an NBA championship. He goes down as one of the greatest players ever to never win a title. And it was because bill Russell won eight straight yeah, eight so fucking straight in the fifties.
0: You talk about, you know, Brady was in the opening sure. takes and his will to win and the guys that have that Colby had that will obviously Michael, you know, Jordan had that will and you, know, you go across the greats of all sports and the will to win no matter when he played, you had you had, you got to put Bill Russell and then you combine that with we haven't talked about the off the court stuff because, you know, we don't you know, we don't have the expect expertise to do it. But obviously that translated from what he was doing off the court, but uh, marching with Martin Luther King and um, and everything that he did. For, Let's just say
2: uh, Boston didn't really uh, enjoy him. No, they didn't. They didn't really. Uh,
0: they they didn't really give him the support. That, he didn't uh, come he
2: back like, for like thirty or forty years because 90s, of it. Yeah, he came back the 90s in the 90s? Though,
3: Yeah, late nineties though, wasn't late it? Late nineties, yeah. like when Bird retired. Ninety-nine. Like he,
2: didn't, he didn't come back. When, when Bird and stuff? Like I think it was when Red died.
3: Maybe. Yeah. Well, they
0: were when they retired his number. He requested the stadium be empty. Yep. And they did it. Because he that's how much, you know, uh, dude. they used
2: to like flaming dog shit on his bed. They broke into his house and shit on his bed.
3: That's a that's a bill move right there.
2: Oh, no, absolutely not. I would never shit in someone's bed. Rich, unless, they deserve, unless they deserve. unless they deserve it on a
0: bed, a stoop, but not racially motivated. Just exactly. Douchebag motivated.
2: <laughs> right. I don't care the color of your skin. If you're a cunt, I'm you're shitting on cunt. your stoop. If you're a cunt, you're a cunt. I'll shit on your stoop. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care who you are. <laughs> You're a cut. You're a cut. I don't see. I don't. Cunts <laughs> don't see color <laughs> or race.
0: No. <laughs> Unless it's brown and it's on the bottom of your shoe because you walked out. Because I shouldn't just do. Quick break. We're <laughs> right back to talk about the Red songs. Uh, so funny. One of the
3: funniest nights of my life. Where were you? Shitting on Stoop.
0: The level of regret I hold with that as a person, but when I think about, fuck him. Yeah, glad I did I mean, it. I hate.
2: I hate him. Big head. Fuck him.
0: Kind of. Fit, for a long time, I really felt bad.
2: I slapped my, on my shoulder the stranger.
3: Remember that? That was laugh out loud funny. I think I cried laughing that night.
2: You dare? You told me I wouldn't do it. I'm like, ah, yeah, bullshit.
3: I was there that night. I
0: was, yeah, you think you were, yeah. I was also very impressed. Like, Jesus, did Bill Bill get hard and soften up just enough to do that? Or is he just constantly hanging around with like
2: you always hang with four inches of fucking spaghetti? You always have to hang with half brain. So you never know when the occasion has to arise. You're already halfway there. Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Always well, hang brain. Well that's a lot of beeps if that stays in 748 i think it's i think it plays
2: just uh yeah that guy's a cunt <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i just he looks like a penis old man penis now
0: he definitely <laughs> looks like a full-on fucking
3: well, he's
0: don't, even, don't even little... get me
2: started with the older one he looks <laughs> like an alien penis big old head <laughs> Red Sox trade
0: deadline was uh topsy turvy if uh, if I could say that topsy turvy is an old term that uh just came to the top of my head. Hey, here's how I describe it: What let the pull... fuck? What the fuck is going on, Bill, Let me pull out
2: from... my st- let me pull out my study material that I uh <laughs> we rifled haven't off heard to from you, guys you on night.
0: your Boston Red Sox <laughs> Billy baseball in a number of weeks. But uh, before we get to you, because you Billy rambles has a way of rambling, Raymond, and uh. Let, let's just quickly lay out the moves. Everyone knows what happened, but just quickly, so you can talk about it with a a base of information and knowledge. Heimblum went into this deadline saying that he would buy and sell, and he did. His first move was Christian Vasquez to the Astros in one of the most fucked up, just just a a a pinnacle uh, example of a dysfunctional organization when one of your better players is traded at a deadline and the person that let him know is the media or he's on the field. And, and just a really shitty way to handle that situation. Nobody from Red Sox management was in Houston to let anybody know that Christian Vasquez was going to be traded. That's how that happened. They got back Houston's uh, number 12 prospect, number 21, We can get into that later if you want. Their second move, they brought in Tommy Tommy Pham, who made headlines at the beginning of the season for bitch-slapping Jock Peterson for handling his fantasy football uh, league. Not as well as he wanted to, or talking too much shit about somebody's mother. Tommy, you're not invited into our fantasy football league because you couldn't handle it, and I don't want to be him slapped
2: Well, come join my $500 league. Come on. Humble, humble
0: brag from the queen. Uh, move number three was uh, dumping Jake Diekman's four million dollar load and taking back old uh, Reese McJerky, uh, the backup catcher, Reese McJerky, to take over
3: Vasquez's position. How come that didn't make more national news that he was jerking off at a dollar? It was COVID
2: and in Um, Chicago, and no one gives a shit. There's murders every day in Chicago, no one cares about a guy. Wasn't he playing for
0: Toronto too?
3: Yeah. So
0: yeah, but Canada. it happened.
2: It had yeah. No one gives a shit about Canada. They were in then lockdown. And they were locked. they're murdering citizens for what that to get COVID because that so whole scared.
3: police interaction that he had in the car was fucking hilarious.
2: Who hasn't jacked off in a car? Come on. Sometimes you
3: gotta.
0: Sometimes you gotta. So release. You gotta really sometimes see, you, you know. improvise. You get to yes. work early. Police <laughs> need to know this. That that type of release could have saved lives that night. He yeah, could maybe he had a so maybe fucking jacked up.
2: Maybe thing he was thinking about suicide, and he's like, you know what was going to cure this? Me jacking off in this parking lot right this second. <laughs> Maybe he popped a fucking blue pill. Couldn't get that boner down. Ray probably knows a little <laughs> bit about that. And he's like, I just mm-hmm. got to crank this thing for four hours. And maybe yeah, he yeah, was yeah. on like three hours, like 55 minutes. And he was like, ah, it's still up. I you know go. what?
0: I got to go. I got to go. I got to pop this on the dash and just be done with it. And, uh, you know, that way, you know, I, I don't, go. I don't hold it against them. So we can get into that. The last move, Bill, and I'll let you go here. Uh, <clears throat> the headline move. Eric Hosmer is coming to Boston. First <laughs> baseman for the Padres. Uh, not the player he used to be. Uh, the untold story about this, or maybe most told story about this, is the Padres are eating basically 100% of the money, yeah, 100% of the amount of money that they can take. They're taking perfect time Blue move. He's able to tell people that he filled a, a, a hole that's been vacant for a year and a half at first base.
2: Unlike <laughs> Irene,
0: there you go. Always fill, always filled up. And he also got two speedsters back in a couple minor leaguers that can't hit for ABF, shit. Yeah,
2: always be filling.
0: And in return, he sent Jay Groom, your number sixteen prospect in the Red Sox program. Uh not first round pick in two thousand and sixteen. Two
2: thousand sixteen hasn't been the same since he had Tommy John. He's down like didn't four he deal or five some drugs there. too? Didn't he they get in he, trouble for like the... I think he stole computers okay, in high school? Something, something but like he, that. his velocity is in the ninety-two range. When he got drafted, it was like ninety-six, ninety-seven. He's not come back good after Tommy John.
0: Not great. Um, but so anyway, Eric Osmer's. Coming, so you got Hosmer coming to town. You got uh McJerky coming to town. You got Tommy Tommy Pham coming to town, and out the door goes Christian Vasquez. Bill, uh, your take on the Red Sox trade deadline?
2: I got two questions that I want you to answer. Can any of them pitch?
1: Mm-mm. I don't Mm-mm. think so.
0: No, I don't. I don't think McJerky has a has a slider in him. Outside of a uh, parking lot at of mm-hmm. dollar store, yeah. Good he- knuckleball though.
2: I'd like to say he could crank it good on the uh, with the bat, but he's not good at that either. And also, can they get Would they have got Eric Cosmer if he did not reject the trade to the Washington Nationals? No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. That's sums- he was not.
0: I I know what you're saying. I'll I'll sum it up for you. I'll, I'll tee it up for you. Eric Cosmer was not an identified uh player for them to go out and Correct. fill a need at first base. He was a uh, fall into the lap of the Padres looking for somebody mm-hmm. to take him um for
2: nothing For
0: nothing and we'll see what we'll see what his contract looks like he can opt out if not it, like i guess anybody could have taken him but maybe the red sox pounced on it we'll see Like he had, no, no so the, he he had, had a no trade list. the red sox were
2: not on the no trade. The, the red sox were not on the no trade list he re, washington nationals were he was probably smart to reject it it sucks for the for um the padres because they had to get rid of luke Voigt and hosmer they're paying 44 million dollars i think it's basically amounts to i think it's 200 left this year if he picks up his option that's three for 39 and they're picking up seven hundred fifty thousand, which is the red sox so basically if Cassius is available or you know kind of is ready to go you 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 cut base with cut bait with hosmer he's still getting his money no matter what padres are going to pay him you're on the hook for 750 but to my point he fell in your lap if you didn't get Eric Hosmer to you know if he didn't reject the trade to Washington what are we looking at Tommy Pham and McJerkey and what are we saying you sold but technically you bought like JD Martinez still on this team Nate Evaldi still on this team Sandra Bogart's still on this team if you were really looking at, like you're trying to save face right now in this locker room and the reason you didn't move a guy like JD Martinez who sucked by the way and had would have had more value to a team with like the Mets who wanted vasquez and jd martinez you could have unloaded him for bigger bigger prospects bigger prospect pool and potentially a major league player that could have helped right so that's what they needed to do bloom has no directions you can't go into this trade deadline when mind you you're three games out in the in the standings four in the loss column you're in the playoff hunt and what do you do you buy and sell the only reason you sold is because it costs you nothing to do so tommy fan player to be named later or cash Eric Hosmer uh, Reese fucking McJerky, was to dump Jake Dykeman's $4 million salary. Like everything you did, you didn't add to this team. You shedded payroll and you got lucky to get ha- Hosmer rejected his trade to Washington lateral mood. I was bitching about this all day yesterday. It's a lateral move after lateral move after lateral move. I need a direction on this team because this farm system bullshit doesn't work. Right? You're not stacking your team with fucking what the Astros did when they tanked for four straight years and came up with Altuve, Carrera, Bregman, fucking George Springer, all these guys that won them a world series and kept them in contention we don't have those guys you're talking about third fourth fifth level prospects that you're getting from other teams there's a reason they're getting rid of their 15th and 20th ranked prospects for these fucking guys like it's a joke you're building the farm system for what if you're not using them you're not fucking using me at the goddamn red sox you should be buyers every single fucking year you have the money to do it john henry is one of the richest owners in fucking sports in baseball sorry go out and make those fucking move buy who you can you don't need to develop these prospects you the red sox you buy them you buy them and you spend the fucking money bloom is not the guy to do it andrew benateni came out and basically said it, it's Tampa north and we've been saying it for how many years now i've lost all faith i bought in this year thinking hey we're gonna win 90 games trevor is at of great we had a need here nope nope i took the tea not anymore i have zero confidence in bloom he's not the fucking guy and i said it earlier today if you're your g if your manager if alex cora lost this room and i have I don't have much fault in core this year because he's been dealt with shit. You're, you're firing your manager Tito fucking um, Terry Francona won your two world series. He lost the room. They fired him when your GM loses the room, which he lost the room in the trade deadline last year. What happens? You keep him on because he's doing a you good job. He's doing a good job keeping under that luxury tax. Bloom is not the guy. He is not a guy for a big market team. Send his ass to Oakland. Give me a fucking Theo. Give me a Theo who's in the Major League Baseball fucking front office now. He's supposed to try to change the game. Give me, bring him home. Bring him home and get rid of this Bloom experiment. It is fucking over and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of being basically doormat for two fucking straight posts, two two straight um, trade deadlines where you didn't add legitimate help at positions you needed not one of a pitcher i'm, I'm tired gross. of this i'm fucking tired of it it's fire. gross him. fire him ray
0: i think we could agree that it could be uh you could argue first base or um bullpen was their number one need going into the into the deadline and they didn't add. They did not add a single pitcher. They you got didn't one. spend
2: anything at this fucking trade deadline. You got you rid of the Actually, and came let me out get all, with the money on top. You did not spend fucking you wanna, you any hear money. Numbers, <clears throat> and you want to hear a two-two?
0: You know where the Red Sox sit now as a twenty twenty-two payroll. Under, under the, the tax. One ninety-nine. They are uh, the sixth in the league. Two twenty-seven. Right. They're under they are under they were over before the deadline and now they're under you like heim bloom oh it's 204. Right, heim bloom is such a piece of shit. you heard his sound they, if you listen to 98.5 let's see sheath it, sorry you've heard his <laughs> you've heard his sound talk about when he was with the rays Uh, there's a sound I can pull it up. I could probably, but talking about the Red Sox were tone deaf at points, trying to push their narrative and they
2: ran the East and they, yeah,
0: fuck him. He just did it. He just did it yesterday. They just cut their payroll to under the luxury tracks. And he's trying to tell us that they're pushing for the playoffs while also playing for the future. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. Heim bloom. And the only question I have is what's the directive from the top what's john henry's role in this what's john henry's role in this that's is a this, hard cap right sorry is this is this a is this a heim bloom uh total move i feel like it's a it feels it feels a lot like heim bloom it feels like a heim bloom is really pushing his agenda through this but they're all there also could be an a, an agenda from uh management oh no, rich job, from i don't hold on i don't mean Henry to saying look this team's not going to do shit get me under the tax
2: No, 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 because you brought in a small market GM. This is all he knows. This is all he fucking grew up in baseball doing is this small market bullshit. You look at the Tampa model every single year, every fucking single year. Blake Snell won a Cy Young and they dumped him. They dumped him after you're in game six of the World Series that you pulled him out early. And then you shipped them off the next year. They do it year after year. It goes back to the years of Matt Garza, Blake uh, Shields, James Shields, all those guys in the early years when they were the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, right? I mean, this goes back, and and this is where he's he's come from. He's a young GM. This is what he knows. If you look at a guy like Theo, Theo grew up in in this front office. He started from the bottom, worked his way up, got a GM. He knew he knew you could throw money around. He was there when you you're fucking you signed Manny Ramirez at the time to I, I believe the largest contract in Major League Baseball history until. Eight years one hundred and sixty. I thought it was one in the one sixty. Yeah, but he could also
3: you could also draft and he could also make trades. Heim Bloom obviously not no, but what I'm
2: saying is because he he grew up like you look at Bloom is like he's a small market guy, you have that luxury to to throw this, and this is bullshit, and this is not the guy to do it. Give me Dave Dombrowski back. I swear to fucking god, give me him back. And I curse Phillies are
0: making moves, the Phillies made some moves. Here's how I describe him in a blog on civil mind sports simplemindsports.com if you want to look at it. Heim Bloom is in the position of president of baseball operations and you need to be a leader and you need and you do, need to have vision and uh be able to uh, make the big decisions in that role. He's not suited for that role. He's suited for the role just underneath it. That he can put all of this shit on paper and put it all in front of you and then you need a guy, then you need a guy smarter than him that can see the big actually picture. what's going on and make the right calls. Yeah. He give me doesn't Anitopolis have that build.
2: out there in Atlanta. I mean, he's built that team. He's, he's built him young. He's right. Got his, or what's, he's the got guy, his, what's the guy in LA? Um, fuck. I forget it. The Dodgers. I forget. His yeah. Name. They, they who, build, they shit out prospects. Who, they who go by to the, the way, bathroom and spending PMO.
0: $200 million a year and have the number three uh, system in the, in the MLB, the red Sox are 19th? just got, just got themselves under the tax and are 19th in farm system after Since Heimblum has been here, he's collected, I think, close to 30 fucking prospects, 30 fucking. Actually, can I just do this for you, uh, Bill? Can I just run through you, run through just the trades if I can pull it up? Uh, Give me a second. Let me try and pull this up. Brandon Gomes was a guy over the Dodgers GM
2: gomes Gomes, yeah yeah, 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 yeah i yeah. mean they're fucking good and you know what they have money and prospects to go out and get whoever they wanted they were in on soto you like soto go to go to fucking the padres i don't think you could offer what they did i think cj abrams is going to be a studded for a shortstop that you know he had a cup of tea earlier in the year they sent him back down and then Mackenzie gore is one of the best young young arms in, in baseball he's a rookie this year he's been tearing it up out there in the nl west i mean we couldn't offer that we didn't have the talent the young the padres, are, go- the padres
3: are going all in now because of what they have to you know, have what? Have to. Yeah. You
2: know what they sell out close to every single night they're averaging 36 38 000 fans a night in, in petco you're you're building a team i mean you look right now they can make this move because soto's not on that half a billy contract he's still i think he's in the 20 to 25 range in arbitration two more years by the way 2023 20, and he's a free agent after 2024 20, season so i mean they're they're, they're still in that Luxury of not paying him yeah. close to $50 and they can let that flow and they can
0: and then they can push Machado out or whatever they want to do with that money and getting Hosmer out, out the door. Um, it's do, gonna help. It doesn't them.
2: matter when you're paying Hosmer
0: <laughs> if he if he picks it up, he's got to pick that up next year. We'll see. And 13 and a half. You think Hosmer will get 13 and a half on the
2: market next year? Rizzo got more than that. I two for 30, 16, I think two for 32. Um, yeah, Hosmer's yeah. a you know, he'll hit 270. He's been a world. He's a world he series could, champion. He's a Gold Glover, four time Gold Glover. I mean, he's kind of. He could ris- hit the market and get more. Let me just give you the the, the
0: quick synopsis of ahim Bloom and his trade. In what you traded: Mookie Betts, David Price, Andrew Benintendi, Hunter Renfro, Mitch Moreland. At the time, was hitting three twenty eight. Those were his big trades out the door. And in return, you have Alex Verdugo, Jackie Bradley Jr in 20 plus prospects and that's not including this deadline so you want to throw vasquez in there close to 30 prospects how like how do you have confidence in a guy like this how do you have confidence you traded an mvp david price who who say what you want about david price while he was here we hated him but he won you fucking world series Andrew Benintendi, who is now an all-star this year, playing for the Yankees. Hunter Renfro, who crushed you last weekend and was leading the NL in home runs. And uh, your first, since you traded Mitch Moreland, your first base position has been dog shit for a year and a half. And in return, you got Alex Verdugo, who's a number six hitter and just an okay fielder. Like, that's it. That's it.
2: Can I, you know, one of your biggest weaknesses on offense this year has been power. Do you know if you still had a with Hunter Renfro stats right now? Do you know where he would rank on the the Red Sox and home runs? Number one, second behind Devers. He's got eighteen. Yeah, I, I Devers. think Devers is in the twenties.
3: But he was also hurt for three weeks too, wasn't he? He's he's
2: had two two cents on the DL, and yeah. he came back to haunt the Red Sox this year. I think um in this series, I think he hit three home runs. <laughs> <Yeah>. I believe.
0: <laughs> and at times, he was a trash outfielder, but he also led the league in outfield assists last year. The kid got a fucking cannon. cannon. Uh, and you traded him for JBJ and a couple of trash prospects that you're paying JBJ 12 million dollars for. A- anybody that has, would faith- you have
2: traded Jay? What do you get more for Martinez or Hunter Renfro?
0: J- Martinez, JD Martinez, you're talking about?
2: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. at That's the time last J- year, exactly. You could have signed Schwarber, Schwarber, and then still had rent and kept Renfro, or you could have let Schwarber go, traded JD, and then you have a built in DH, a guy that just, hey. Just come in and hit home runs. That's what we need for. It. That's your right-handed power right there. It's a move. How's Schwarber doing this year, Bill? Uh, he leads the National League in home runs. I think he's got 34 right now. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's exactly. And one of your biggest. How,
0: what did he have to say about Boston while he was here? That was the greatest place I played. Fucking he was. He was Kyle. What was
2: he? Uh, Kyle from God Watertown. Fucking
0: damn. Like it, if man. you,
2: I'm, I'm sorry, and that, uh, that's one of the biggest things that I've been on the trade JD train since last year. Tra- uh, on this, and it's like I've been on the Schwarber train, and you you get a guy that buys into the Community, guys that buy into him, Kyle from Watertown or wherever the fuck city it was that he was, you know, touting and living in and stuff. And it's like, you don't let those guys leave. Like, there's a reason. Not like, here, man. Not here. not let those, but like, those are what you say what you want about Boston as a fan base, but like, that is the stuff that, you know. How you many don't examples hear of
0: guys about. that have not made it because it's Boston do you need? The Edgar Dude. Renterias of the world that just. Exactly. Right? And Looking look at the Carl Bruins.
2: Look at the Bruins. They won the Stanley Cup in 2011. They all lived in one block area, and you. They said they used to walk home from the arena talking to all the fans. Andrew Ference, uh, Adam McQuaid, all those guys lived in in the city and hung out at local bars after games <clears throat> and all this stuff, and mingled with the fans. And that's what uh, Kyle Schwarber is. The firehouse where he orders a shit ton of pizzas, and he's Dude, 27, 2013.
0: Napoli and those guys and exactly. flying Hawaiian.
2: All those guys. Those that was That that's was. That's exactly yeah. Good. That is that is exactly a good you know comp to that, and it's like I wish, and that's not to be understated when you're especially baseball.
0: There's are so fucking sensitive when when the support of their that's 2013, the bombing, and David Ortiz comes out and does that. You think you think that had nothing to do with them winning the World Series? No, they literally had the support of their of that city behind them, and as cheesy as you might call it, that's what it was. And they're they they for the Bruins fucking won the World Series. So, no, it's important. And take that all the way to their number one star on their team, Xander Bogarts, who wants to be a Red Sox for life. And they don't want the him. fucking guy And the they money. don't
2: want him. He's
0: a shortstop that can play in Boston at an all-star level. How many of those guys have you have the Red Sox ever had?
2: I've One? been saying and I've no more Mar- flamed it for, Mar- out at the end, dude. I've been saying it for two years that Bogart's has been gone. And then I think this, the signing of Trevor's story was the icing on the cake. He, what a they, fucking, they, shame. they signed him for a fucking shortstop next year. Watch Bogarts; he's going to go to the Yankees next year. About forty fucking million dollars because they have holes at second and short, and it, he's going to kill you for years to come. Years to fucking come, and I'm tired of this. I'm tired. The Red Sox are not teams, not a team that lets their fucking homegrown guys go. And you've seen it with Bloom now with the trade of Mookie Betts. I don't care if you offer Mookie Betts forty fucking million dollars; I'm pretty sure he takes it. And yep. you know what? And right now in this early part of the part of this deal. It's looking good. It'd you know, be worth think, it. It'd be worth it. So, bullshit. Um, uh, Tired of just, this. Tired of it. Tired. The of Yankees it. just let's move, move on, on before Yanke- I. Okay. Well,
0: I'll just. Someone. I just want to put a little more. he breaks one of those on closet wound. doors. Just a little more salt on the wound. Uh, as we talked about the Yankees, they added Andrew Benintendi, the best available uh, rental outfielder. They added Frankie Montez, the second best uh, controllable starter at the deadline. Uh, they added Harrison Bader, an elite defender in center field. Scott Efros, uh, a good re- uh, reliever and
2: uh you know, Luchavino. huge. I mean, the Red Sox have a big need of closer and you got a guy like that out there. I mean, his ERA is high? But the, re- the
0: Yankees added five guys, Bill. Yep. They're up, what, 17 games in the fucking division? And they added five guys. Now, granted, they have shit the bed for the last three years when they should have done better. So maybe the Cashman's like, fuck this, like I'm at as many guys as possible to keep his job. But it's just what a what a dichotomy between that move and what the Red Sox did. And it's just a pain in the ass, and I'll just give you one more example. And Ray, I haven't heard from you in this entire segment, so and this uh, relates to the I have Celtics. One related maybe to all right, too. we'll let you finish up the segment. But Ray, this reminds me of Danny Ainge. Behind Bloom is reminding me of Danny Ainge, where he's not building a team, he's not leading a team, he's not leading an organization. He's just acquiring Assets. what he considers talent or assets is better, a better term. It's not quite talent for Bloom It's mm-hmm. just assets. And we saw what happened with the with the Celtics. It took a, a, a new general manager to push them to the finals. What, what does that say about the
3: Red Sox to you? Do you agree or disagree with my uh, comparison there? Totally agree. Totally agree. There, he's just stockpiling all these assets, and the farm system isn't even getting that much better. I mean, I think they went backwards, didn't they, in the rankings? For a farm system this past year so it's not like he's doing any better for the farm system i feel like yeah you're just stockpiling assets thinking like one of these guys is gonna hit fuck it trade all you got get you are the boston red sox you should have been in on soto you should have been on, in on so uh, shone atani because we are the red sox we spend the most money we try to get the best players because we have the most money and we're the diehard franchise that everyone wants to play for because you know winning in boston is the greatest thing in the world and yet we got Heim Bloom, who is pinching pennies and doesn't want to spend a dime, and try to get under the luxury tax. It's, it's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, and Oh Tony wasn't on the market. I mean, I know they. Well, there they were people they were, they going, were talking about still. it. I think you, uh, Suzuki was the big one. You needed right field help. You've needed right field help for you know two years. If you want to throw out the Renfro year, and he liked Boston and he had a chance, and he was one of three teams remaining coming out of the lockout, and you went out and said, Trevor Story, you're worth $150 million. Mm-hmm. and Suzuki, you're not worth 85 to $90 million. and he's had a pretty good year with the Chicago Cubs. I mean, that's another miss, but Danny Ainge, yeah, I mean, it's, it, 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 you're stocking a- assets for nothing. I mean, and Rich, to your point with the Yankees, I mean, you look at the Red Sox in 07. They were the number one team from start to finish. What did they do with Jonathan Papel on the best closer in baseball? What did they do? Went out and got Eric Gagne. Best of best bullpen arm on the market. Did it work? No, but that was being aggressive like that. They went out and got it. They didn't need it. They did. Honestly, that year, they didn't really need it, but they went out and got it because they knew like we can win this World Series. And that's what the Yankees just did. Red Sox still should have been just as aggressive as the Yankees because those moves the Yankees made, the Red Sox make that you're chipping away at that 12 to 17 game. Run, you're behind the Yankees. You're not going to win the division, but you're going to win the wild card. Totally. Every move, every move those Yankees made, you put those moves on the Red Sox, you're the number one wild card team in the American League.
0: Period. And the Yankees didn't touch their top four prospects. They have a better farm system than the Red Sox. So maybe the Red Sox would yeah. have to dip and in. And they there. dumped
2: Joey Gallo, who's hitting one. Wait,
3: Gallo. so they spent all that money and they still have a better farm system than us? Yeah, that's
0: correct, Raymond. No, oh,
2: can I ask you one question before we move on? Uh um, who has more hits or Joey Gallo has um, less hits than Aaron judge has home runs on the season. And they were able to dump him to the dot. Think about that. 40 He's what 42. I think Joey Gallo has like 39 hits. <laughs> it's 168. And one crazy. of those was a, a, a triple that Christian Arroyo lost in the lights for about an hour.
3: <laughs> it was a twilight. He couldn't see it. He couldn't see it.
2: It'd be, nice be
3: to, it'd be
0: nice to be able. It'd be nice to be able to shit on a Yankee at this, or even a Dodger and Joey Gallo. But at this point in time, I don't think we have. Yeah, Everyone shit on, on anybody, yeah. um, unless unless this Red Sox roster, which I would argue did last year, outperforms what the management gave them and bails Heim Bloom out. I think there's a chance to do it because I think devers and bogarts and jd martinez are that good of hitters for duga and if kiki hernandez can i I think you got enough to outperform it and sneak into the playoffs and if you sneak into the playoffs then you outperform the shitty performance here at the deadline and and you scapegoat heim bloom but you know i don't know
1: it doesn't make me doesn't uh, make
0: me feel any better here's here's why it doesn't make me feel any better i don't know what the fucking direction is I don't know what the move is. I don't know what the plan is. I don't know what your situation. You got forty fucking prospects that you're excited about. None of them seem like they can play. Jaron Duran is out there being a pussy every time a microphone's put in his face, talking about you try to catch a fly ball or you try to do this kid. Get this fucking kid out of town as fast as possible. Twenty-seven. Because he's. That's true. He's not even a kid. He's basically collecting social security and he's making excuses for himself based on the team. I fucking hate to run Is so, it a white wine night? Yeah, it is white wine night. Yeah, uh, speaking of that, kicking let's in, uh huh? let's <laughs> kick it in, huh? Over to do.
3: Headlines with the obvious one.
0: Richie <laughs>
2: Rambles.
3: Thank you there, Richard. Uh to Bloom's basement, the filing's basement of the MLB, where everything comes at a discount. The Red Sox made a series of moves at the MLB trade deadline, headlined by sending longest-tenured Red Sox catcher Christian Vasquez to the Houston Astros literally in the middle of the game against the Astros. Literally. Bloom followed that up by grabbing a nobody right fielder plus a salary dump for a dollar-store McJerky load. The final move for Eric Hosmer fell into Bloom's lap. The Padres are taking on... Taking on every possible dollar of the contract, plus throwing in some (laughs) wicked fast prospects in exchange for a one-time drug dealer and first round pick Jay Groom. The Red Sox are neither better nor worse, and everyone feels dizzy and shitty after these clusterfucks of a move. Happy birthday to the Judas Tom Brady for your 45th birthday. The NFL will not be penalizing you for your infidelity in 2019 with those sleazy slugs in Miami. However, the Dolphins will be docked a 2023 first round. And 2024 fourth round pick for tampering with brady not once but twice after all those robert redford brad pitt spy games brady currently is playing for the tampa bay bucks the patriots offense is reportedly the worst greg bedard has seen in this time covering the nfl i'm sure nothing has to do with the tweedle d and tweedled dumb dickhead and uh implementing a brand new scheme as the two today
2: June
3: who have never coached offense and a second-year quarterback begging for guidance. Vegas has the chances of them uh, figuring it out currently at 0%. The NFL is appealing the six-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. In a surprising rush of morality, the NFL is looking for at least a 10-game suspension. In a quote from Roger Goodell, he said, 25 women is where we draw the line. Mr. Watson crossed the line. He didn't place some harmless bets on his performance so we want to come shy of a full year suspension but we just can't accept his severe level of outward horniness also no one 24 is the
2: line let's just get that straight anything over 24 is eh, 10 games anything under six
3: also no one tells me how to inconsistently discipline my players end quote allegedly and routes in peace to bill russell you come shy of wilts ten thousand, not just on your belt but 11 championships in thirteen years will never be touched. He is the definition of legend, just not sex legend. That's reserved for Bill Gately, Wilt Chamberlain, Ric Flair, and Bill Clinton. And Irene. Irene is my mother. This has been headlines with the obvious one. Back to you, Richard.
2: That took three minutes. Cool. And you read every joke like ha ha ha. What a
0: yeah, cut. right <laughs> your uh, your delivery on that one was not great Very but that's bad. but that's neither here nor there uh no. your mother your mother is a sex legend and I'm glad we uh, established that thank you speaking of establishing uh happy birthday to Tom Brady fuck that guy moving on <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this honest question
2: honest question I'll be honest Ray you set this one up because you can't be honest when it comes to Brady
0: just yes, again <laughs> Would, okay, this is how I'm going to preference this. The question is, would you, do you want Brady playing for this team? But, but the preference is it, would he be as good as he is in Tampa on the team you gotta kind of work with if they still had Brady, would they still have made the moves? The team that would be surrounding Brady, similar to 2019. Let's call it similar to 2019, closer to 2018. It'd be a good team, not great. Would would you want Tom Brady on this team? Would he be as good as he has been in Tampa? Yes, yes and yes. Would he as would he be as good as he was in Tampa? And would you want him? No and yes. Bill?
2: Yeah, I want to see him retire here, you know, as much as yes, I, the answer is fucking
3: yeah. yes. If he placed the yeah. 50,
0: he should have been in the Patriots uniform the entire fucking time. Robert Kraft fucked up. You picked the wrong guy. That's the only answer. It's the only possible answer that you can come up with. If Bill Belichick wanted to fucking re- to retire, I was wrong. And immediately when this all happened, I was wrong. I picked Belichick over Brady. I was wrong. Craft was wrong too. He should have picked Brady, handed over to McDaniel's, and been fucking over. That should have been the deal. If Belichick threatened to quit. Sorry to interrupt you, Bell. What were you saying?
2: I, I lost track of thought because it's just white wine night. Is
3: white wine night is just why, terrible.
0: Why, why, no, but no.
2: All right, let me get, no. But Brady
3: like, till
0: fifty.
2: Brady, yeah, fi, Brady fifty yeah. with the
0: Patriots. That's what you want, right?
2: Honestly, oh, honestly, you, you don't want to see a guy like that. I mean, you even as a Colt fan, you saw you know, your greatest quarterback, go to the Broncos, you know, you saw Johnny Unitas. What do you finish with? Like the Rams or some fucking, I think it was the Rams. Rams. Joe Joe Namath finished with the Rams. Like like those are the guys. Those are your franchise guys. Those are guys that have been here for 20 years. You want to see him break those records, not against us. But for us, right, you saw it last year when he came back, broke that fucking record at home at his real home in New England. It was just it's a shame that the whole organization as a whole, I think, and him couldn't come together and finish this out. You slapped him in the face. I put a lot of this on the Patriots more so. I know Brady, you you slapped him in the face with a contract offer you, after he just won MVP in and put up 505 yards in the Super Bowl lost against Philly wasn't your fault. Was not your fault. He was being a cunt, though. Come I don't on. care, but give him that money. Two years. Bill doesn't 50 care about anyone because Bill's a cunt. I know, but two years, fifty million dollars. <laughs> would you rather have Drew Brees that money or Tom no, Brady? I'd money? give Tom That's Brady where any
0: contract that he wanted in in a in a second. I think we can agree to that. That any contract that he wanted. You give that. We just, I think everyone kind of got caught up in. The, I think everyone uh, fucked
2: up as a whole. That's it. That's what happened. You, there was a you, 20 years of dick measuring between on, him and Belichick. And, and Belichick it was like sides. 10 years of dick measuring. You well, fucked up no, on both it was 20
3: sides. years. It's who made
0: who. No,
2: those, well, no, but no, the that, Dick oh, did that happened at about two two. The Dick, Dick Measuring didn't start until twenty thirteen. No, but, 2014, but I'm saying it was twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. The Rams, what? the, the Seahawks, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. because there was who made who. You could have made that dis- discussion and then two thousand fourteen hit, where the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl against the Seattle happened, and Tom Brady was what. 11 out of 13 for 142 yards and two touchdowns like that there, there's a reason that's where that conversation started because he got number four like tom brady got number four totally. and, yeah and people led, forget led the what team that team back
0: people forget what that narrative was before that seattle super bowl the the patriots had that not won it. in they 10 drafted years the
2: guy they drafted the replacement in yeah. the second round it was the highest time it was the, well, if they the lost highest two they're
3: gonna be three and three in the super bowl too and he brady put 500.
0: up brady put up the mona lisa in the fourth quarter I still will give you that better than the twenty eight to three comeback because of everything you're talking about, Bill, and the stakes that were on that uh uh Super Bowl and boom, the best Seattle, Seattle the the def- best defense coming since, off a of Super uh, Bowl Remember, They Bears. put up 48 against them. Totally, totally. Totally, the totally, 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 totally,
3: totally,
0: Um all right. What do you, what do we make of the Miami's hand getting caught in the cookie jar? Are you pissed as a fan that Brady w- we knew that is is he was halfway out the door in 2019 we knew that are you pissed that it was with miami yep that's what i'm pissed about like what the fuck dude i'm
2: more pissed about that too but i mean what it's
0: just like not like pissed like i get it like they everything we just discussed they were distant the patriots and tom brady were distant i get that he had us halfway off the door it just irks me those miami yeah, it's gross Stephen Miami. Ross
2: did it shady. They he did it through the minority owner. Like right? the succession plan for Stephen Ross is some some guy. I, the the minority owner of the Miami, he has a right instead of going to his kids, he has a right in his contract as the to buy the Dolphins. Well, him and Brady. Or tight so all those boat trips and all that other stuff they used his relationship and business connections with the mine. i forget the guy's name you'd have to look it up ray if it's you want question to question or is it a question yeah, so, but you know. he owns he owns a like 30 share or 40 share with the right to buy the rest so they use that that connection but since he's you know the face of the franchise as an owner is steven ross that's where that connection is but you knew it all came from there so it's like, yeah, Brady wanted out. He he set it up. We, we said it when we started this 2020, we started this, that he wanted out. It was orchestrated. You could tell halfway through that season, he was out. You could tell in, in training camp when he gave that fucking, you know, yeah. I don't know what the future until in, entails. They didn't put the fucking franchise tag. They put the franchise tag clog in, uh, clause in that contract. You knew he was gone. I didn't expect it to be Miami. You heard L.A. You know, they had Jared Goff out there. But, you well, know, here, that, that what... of, hold on real quick. That we finally we've had some speculation because Vegas was there with Derek Carr and a couple other Jared Goff. It was Miami the whole the time. Ram, but the, it was Miami the whole time where the, you chose that fucking guy. You know, because they 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 talked before the draft and then they talked after the draft. So they talked after they got to us. So they were still talking about him joining in Miami in twenty twenty.
1: How That's do you fucked that, that
2: up though? Is my
0: point. So the Miami's getting banged for uh for for talking to Brady in nineteen and for brought, talking to him and Sean Payton in
3: twenty twenty one. They don't have either of those guys. Mm-mm. They don't have any of it. <laughs> like they're saying so, something fell out between TV 12 and Steven Ross is like one of the businesses that was going to be featured down there in Miami. Yeah, He's got kind of a Miami spot. Yeah. Something happened. And that's when the whole shit started falling out. And that's why Brady went to Tampa Bay instead of Miami.
0: But then they try to ramp it up again in 2021 oh, yeah. after the bucks and shit. Leave it. I've told you guys this since we started the show, since we started talking about the Miami dolphins are one of she's the worst run about- franchises in the fucking in sports, in sports. One of the worst run franchises in sports. Well, They're yeah. trash. They're absolute fucking trash.
2: Yeah, they get fined they all this. They lost all, all these draft picks and they it's fucking like McPhee, still didn't Pussy, get It's like always trash. Oh, Collect that. I,
0: I just... Uh, the other <laughs> thing associated to this is uh, the uh, Brian Flores... The, right. the nfl did i bring that did i pull that in the,
2: he was right i said in the, I, I texted you guys i it wanted just to means fu- he was sorry right.
0: i thought I, I thought i put a link there because the actual um line out of that lawsuit about how the nfl found that the dolphins were not liable for actually losing games on purpose here's what their legal definition was quote it was a joke that Ross told Flores as a joke, lose a bunch of games so we get better
3: positions. Bullshit! That's such fucking bullshit.
0: That was their fucking. That was their def. That was their uh, defense. When did
2: Flores go? That man? was the NFL defense, right? Right after the Super Bowl, he left after the Super Bowl because him and McDaniel's yeah. were flirting. And McDaniel's after eighteen,
0: yeah, after the eighteen Super Bowl, yeah, uh, nineteen twenty. Uh, no, he played. What? Yeah, 21 Flores was there.
3: Yeah, and now this year he's in Pittsburgh.
2: Yeah, I don't think it was a joke because you were flirting with Tom Brady. You put no Brian, shit,
0: it wasn't a joke.
2: You you put Brian Brian Flores on a boat with Tom Brady in 2018. It's just so it's,
0: well, my yeah. point is. So they go they investigate the Miami Dolphins for these two things and they fucking
2: hammer them for
0: the um they hammer them for the tampering, which nobody gets hammered for tampering. I'm doing quotes for anybody listening. Nobody gets hammered for tampering. That is one hundred percent associated to the fact that he he told his head coach to lose. That's that is that is one hundred percent associated to it. That's how the NFL does it. That's how they do it. That's how they did it. it with the Patriots. You think the
2: Browns told Hugh Belichick, did, to lose Belichick or didn't Belichick didn't get suspended. suspended.
0: Belichick didn't get suspended because a little bit, of a, the, a little bit of It's just Rich, such a you're, fucking you're, joke.
2: You're rambling, bro.
0: I don't think I am. It's just fucking such a joke, and you know it. It totally associates to the Deshaun Watson thing that is going to come up later uh,
3: in the program
2: I'm on Deshaun Watson's side quick break we'll be right back for the Patriots
3: of course you would you sexual assault fiend
0: hey Bill the Patriots suck the Patriots offense sucks it's terrible. Uh, they're trying to run the uh, a Sean McVay offense, and it's not working at all. Uh, the Kyle Shanahan offense, Shanahan if, offense if that's what yeah. you want to call it, the zone run scheme, not working at all. We've seen some cracks in the armor. Maybe it might change. Uh, I've been told I've been rambling tonight, so I'm going to throw it over to Billy <laughs> Rambles here.
1: And uh, your
0: opinion on the uh, Patriots offense. I'll give you some couple questions. You can go up. Are you okay if, if bill belichick calls plays this year no go ahead
2: no i'm not okay (laughs) i'm not okay with anybody on that offensive side of the ball especially joe judge and, and fucking matt patricia i don't i don't trust either of them you know you heard early in the year that tight end coach like i forget his name but he was rumored to be the next guy to start calling plays i think bernard Bedard threw him all last year or the earlier in this year, as soon as McDaniels left, I don't trust two guys that that play defense and special teams to start calling plays. Joe judge was McKayla. Yeah. Joe judge was a wide receiver coach for one year to get him an opportunity to coach, you know, be a head coach. I don't trust either of these guys. You're shifting a whole offense. This is stunting the growth of Mac Jones. I've said it before. You've look at quarterbacks that are high draft picks in this league. The, that go through four, five, six offensive changes in his for his rookie contract, right? There's a huge problem with that, and this is the most I, for me right now, as a as you know a football fan. The year two as a quarterback is the most important offseason. Like year, between year one and two is the most important offseason for de- development. Rightfully, you should be in that same offense from year one to year two. You should have that structure. The problem with Mac Jones right now is that structure is currently in Las Vegas, right? So that's a huge problem. Now you're trying to run an offense where you're dumbing it down. He's in there to to remember, you know. You, you we've heard it for fucking going back to the Joey Gallo- Galloway years where it's too hard to learn this offense. Well, you got a quarterback that learned that offense. They learn the language. They learn the fucking. You you play to the zone. You you look at your second third read as a as a wide receiver and you go where you're you know. You're soft on coverage. Now you don't have that. Now you're looking at option reads and you're trying to use a non-mobile quarterback to use his legs. I don't understand this. Your son didn't go through the quarterback that, in my opinion, and I've said doesn't have a high ceiling. Right. I, I don't I think I Mac, Mac Jones is doesn't, I think Alex Smith level, I think he's good enough to get you there, but good not good enough to win you anything. I think he's a good game manager. But if you put th- the right team around him, he can win. And, and it's I not think, this team. And it's not this team, and and you're stunting him again going into the most important year of his football life is year two of learning this. You should be – this is where you've seen players thrive in this Patriots offense is the second year in the system. You've seen him pick it up, and you've seen him thrive. Now you're you're reverting back to this time last year where your supposed franchise quarterback – is learning a brand new offense. It doesn't make sense. And I want to throw one stat out here real quick. Last year, the Patriots scored 59% of the time when they didn't allow one sack. They've led the NFL like that. The second, um, if they allowed one sack, they were twenty twenty nine 29% of the time they scored a touchdown. They were last in the NFL. If you protect Mac Jones, he can lead you down and score some touchdowns, right? It, 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 I don't know if it's relevant to this, but at the same time, no, it's it's a good. Like that's you, a
0: great stat. That's a great stat um, because you have a quarterback to your point, it it that stat alludes to the point that you have a quarterback as a pocket, a true pocket quarterback that needs time
2: to deliver the ball, and that's not saying that he's Drew Bledsoe. I think that put some you, respect on Drew Bledsoe's name. Drew Bledsoe's a better quarterback than Mac Jones can hope to ever be.
3: I <laughs> hate I hate Bill, but I agree with him right there.
2: You think
0: Drew Bledsoe is and was and and will be better it than is Mac right Jones?
3: Is right now. Is right now. Is better yep. than Mac Jones. Well, Mac Jones. Mac is like Jones one would... Fucking season in the Mac year. Mac Jones. Do you, do you Mac remember Jones... Drew
0: Bledsoe's rookie year?
3: Yeah, this isn't Mac Jones' rookie year anymore either. Okay. Do you
0: remember? Well, yeah. Well, you only have his rookie year to compare against Drew Bledsoe's rookie year. Do you remember Drew Bledsoe's rookie year?
3: Yes, I do. It was awful.
0: Not great. He went rookie of the year. No. no. Um, no. Here's... Here's what I'll tell you. Here's what I'll tell you about uh, 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 about all that. I I think that I hate the idea of them taking away Mac Jones's ability to change the play or make decisions at the line of scrimmage. I think that, that he can succeed in that, and that has been great. I don't think that they're going to run a Kyle Shanahan offense this year. I think that they are going to scrap that fucking shit real quick and go back to what they're used to. I also think
2: 15 picks his rookie season. Drew Bledsoe. I'm what like was that. it? 15 and 15.
0: Uh what when you quickly look up Mac Jones and tell me what it was. Mac Jones is better than Drew Bledsoe.
2: Yeah, that rookie year. Yeah. But not career. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, well, Mac, Drew Bledsoe, Drew Bledsoe, Drew Bledsoe, Bledsoe played
0: Bledsoe. for over 10 years. Sure. He got a hundred million dollar contract. I get it. He was the number one overall pick. Fine. Mac Jones will have a better career than Drew Bledsoe. Anyone? 22, want to
2: 22 and 13.
0: Anyone want to put a bet on that? Mac Jones, Only because it's a, a passing. Drew I,
2: I, yeah, but for pure pure talent, give me Drew Bledsoe all day.
0: Bill, you and I, you know that I'm a Bledsoe guy. I can't you believe know that gonna... I'm a Bledsoe guy and you know, you're putting me in a hard spot right now. <laughs> I'm taking Mac. Mac's my guy, Bill, Ray, you know. I, hold, Bill on. Me, hold on, let me. Hold on, no, no, no,
1: no, no, Ray,
0: me, you know. I've been talking up Mac, and I think that Mac's gonna have a great year this year. Yeah. I do think coaching might hold him back. Here, this is who would what be better Zora, on this
2: team. Who would be better on this current team right now? Drew Bledsoe with Mac that, Jones. That no, you're crazy. No, you're crazy. Mac Jones
0: can run. Mac Jones can run a little bit. I don't
2: need. I don't need him to run. I want that oh, cannon. I don't I, 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 oh, with that, that
3: offensive line. You're gonna need him to run, run,
0: run, run,
2: run, run. Need him to run. Who's playing left tackle? Trent Brown now, right?
3: Yep. Who's playing left I,
2: guard? Uh, the stranger. Yeah. And it's stranger. not going well. Who can't,
0: who's no, fucking no. blocking with his eyes closed?
2: It is not you going well. You need
0: him to run a little bit. Look.
2: Yeah, but if my, you protect Drew Bledsoe, man, with Devontae Parker and those guys that can stretch the field, Nelson I, I, Aguilar, the wide receivers on this team right now are Terry Glenn and uh, Vance Jefferson from the early fun. RIP Terry Glenn. RIT. RIP. RIP, That's what team. it is, but they, they, I don't
0: hate the. Uh, the uh, Bill, you have been here for a couple weeks. I've been saying I don't hate I'm the sorry. Patriots offense. I'm po- I'm a net positive on the Patriots offense, minus the coaching. The coaching might fuck it all up. I'm down on this I, whole
2: team. You're gonna win five games. I what did I say? Seven and ten. No, 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 you're no. gonna you're five in the games. Ten.
0: You're in the ten range for sure. Ten. Here, here's I'll take the under a whole it? fucking thought. Right. do be- you have a do you have a thought? Ray sh- Bill, shut up. Ray, do you have a thought while well, I try to resequester my thought?
3: I don't know. It, they're saying maybe after the first preseason game, they're gonna scrap this whole uh scheme that they're doing this uh zone run, it's oh, just Ray. gonna be part. Poss- just gonna be right. part of it. that's what I don't like. You know, you spend all off season, you know, it, this has been the longest part of the training camp is right now, before the first preseason game, and you're gonna scrap it after that. I mean, Bill Belichick came out and said that this is the first part of the playbook, they're going out of threat because it's the newest part. Why would you spend so much time on something that you're not gonna it's just gonna go to the back of the playbook? That doesn't especially make sense. Especially with
2: the new da- especially with the new downfield threat, Devontae Parker, who's actually with him and Mac, he's you know, some of the videos i look good. Kendrick
3: Bourne and him look pretty good together. I, I really like Kendrick. Even that crap. Why
0: why couldn't the Borden. why couldn't the offense yep. that they had ran for twenty years work with the person? Because it's
2: in Las Vegas. Whatever. That's in why Las
3: Vegas mm-hmm. and because there's too many dummy dumbs on this
0: team. So, so you give me the tight end coach. The what's, the tight end, what's the tight end coach, Chad's name?
2: Mick uh, Jerky. No, give me fucking
0: give me Chad as a tight end coach exactly. to to run that offense.
2: Butt cheeks.
0: The reason why it's not happening is because Belichick is trying to force Skinny Ray and uh, Dumb Bill into the fucking, into the fucking, into the scheme. Tell me I'm wrong. Kaylee. Nick Kaylee should be be the offensive coordinator of this team. At least we're at
2: the Dolphins. You see that fucking nerd? No, he shouldn't be. Bill O'Brien
3: should be the fucking
0: offensive
2: coordinator
3: of this team, and he should be the... The uh, heir apparent for Bill Belichick when he retires, not shouldn't it shouldn't be Matt Patricia or Joe Judge. They both failed. I liked how he did in Houston. He won in Houston. He was a playoff team in Houston. These two boobs fucking failed in Detroit and New York. Uh, yeah, this whole organization is on the downward spiral right now, and it it's not good for the New England Patriots. Can I just give you one question, Ray? Yeah, absolutely. Could the defense actually be okay? No, nope. don't say it. Don't. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep don't going.
0: Don't say actually no.
3: Okay. I think if we have quicker linebackers, that it could help out with the depleted cornerbacks that we have on this team, because if they can get to the quarterback faster, obviously the quarterbacks gonna make moves, you know, throws that aren't there into the zone that they were to throw. So yeah, maybe if these linebackers that are were projected that we haven't seen, because some of them were drafted and some of them were uh, injured last year. So I don't know, maybe. Maybe this defense will be good, and it's going to shock us all, but this offense is poo-poo right now. Fuck, it sucks.
0: Okay, uh, we'll be right back with Sibyl's
3: Minds of the Week. Are you stupid or something? Almost as stupid as a stupid do Bill must be hungry.
1: you cranky. Oh,
3: when you wear a tank top, you all always hungry. Uh, Reese
0: McJur-
2: Maybe that's why I raised I was so fat.
3: No, you're just hungry for cock when you're wearing that fucking tank top. You Good dude. one. You
2: wear wife beaters every day. Shut up. Not
3: to the show. Never. Yeah, but you tuck them in. Yeah, like a. Because I don't want my butt crack to show when I'm working. Jesus Christ. How many times do I You're tell a plumber?
2: You, this? you clean shit. Your butt crack. I naturally- don't clean shit. Well, you're a plumber.
3: Okay. And you fucking play with blue.
0: Speaking of clean shit, uh, Reese mcjerky and yeah, i make more money doing it so
2: <laughs> You're funny i don't have to clean shit
0: what do we think about the uh the big uh social stories coming out of the red sox newest acquisitions you got a reese mcjerky there who uh was caught masturbating in a uh dollar general. A parking lot in front of dollar general or dollar, dollar store. store was there Whatever kids around
3: nope
1: Hold on. Let me non-issue. finish. Let
0: me finish before I get your uh, opinion. There, actually, fine. All right. This is Reese McJerky. He's coming to town. He's taking over for Christian Vasquez, the two eighty hitter that has been with the uh, organization since two thousand and seven. I want to say
3: eight. Eight years. Two thousand
0: seven, two thousand eight. Drafted. Um. So you got Reese McJerky coming in here to uh, to take over for Christian Vasquez. How do you feel about his indiscretions? Uh, releasing his seed on his dashboard in front of dollar general.
2: No problem with it. As long as there's no kids around jerk wherever you need to. So I say,
0: Ray, is there a bit of jealousy that he can pop that up in uh
3: yeah. And anywhere police? he wants, I mean, I was in the eighth grade and I was just getting a blowy down in the basement and on a bunk bed and it didn't happen. So, you know, this is pretty mm. impressive what this gentleman did.
2: I just saw her recently too. She's looking pretty good. 20 year old joke. Uh, the other
0: guy that they picked up is Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham bitch slapped Jock Peterson, uh, the beginning of the season this year for a transgression in their fantasy football league. Bill, we know you're big into fantasy, Ray. Uh, congratulations, you won our fantasy football league last year. Bill, you're not invited into that because you're violent. I thought what... you
2: told me I could. <laughs>
3: uh, There's,
0: there might be a relegation. We're just waiting year. for a
2: relegation this year, and you can yeah, come and in, and then you can come in. So, I gotta wait another year. Yeah relegation, maybe. yeah, relegation, baby. Oh, relegation. I'm
3: out.
0: Okay. Uh, what do you think of Tony Fam bitch slapping Jock Peterson for? I think it was uh, bad mom jokes in uh, his league. And was it really like that? Handling. Well, it was yeah, over. A, it was, like it was over a rule, talk, and then he disrespected and then a bad him ruling. in there.
2: It was a over an IL ruling on a player and then it was uh trash talk in the uh group text (laughs) that he didn't like and he was like i'm gonna fuck you up next time i see you and jock peterson's like yeah right so he went over bitch slapped him good for him (laughs) good for for fucking him i mean tommy fam used to be a great player he he's terrible now i mean when he was in st louis and in in tampa i mean he was legit he can do 2020 on you 2030 you know 30 steals yeah, he was good, and now he just, he sucks. And I do six, nine him.
3: with your mom, so that's always good, too, Bill. Word up. All
0: right, Logan Paul. Bill, go ahead. Um,
2: no, it's Jake Paul. I think, for me, this is, this is laughable. So, Jake Paul's fought, what, five opponents? They've been washed up uh, MMA guys uh, and a basketball star and a YouTube star, I believe, at the time. So everyone's been clamoring at the bit for him to fight a real fighter. Uh, Tommy Ferry, Tyson Ferry's uh, younger brother. Uh, I guess he has some Irish mob ties or he's associated with some Irish mobster that the U.S. government's trying to get. So they didn't let him in the country. So Haseem Rockman's kid, you know, two-time heavyweight champion of the world, agreed to step in to fight fucking um, Jake Paul on three weeks notice. He he, His fighting weight's around 265. They put in some crazy claws that he need to get down to 200. Clearly, it's impossible in three weeks to lose 65 pounds, try to get a two 215 pounds with a week in advance. They didn't give him enough time to to crash because usually your you're weigh-in is the night before. They made him weigh in a week before. They canceled the whole bout. Jake Paul's a fucking fraud as a boxer. Dana White alluded to it. It cost 500 grand to turn Madison square garden lights on for an event. They didn't sell enough tickets. They use that as an excuse for the weight clause. They put everything in their power to get him to show up weaker than he's ever been in his entire life. So he didn't have a tough opponent on three weeks. Notice you give that guy every opportunity to get in there and fight. And now he, he, he was trying to fight a real boxer to make a name for himself. And that he canceled the whole bout. You don't cancel a whole bout for a guy to make way you, the, Show goes on. So, so can this... we
0: finally, can uh, the mass finally start uh, piling on these Paul fucking frauds? Can yes, them, please. Can the mass uh, Logan least... Paul
3: is a now a WWE superstar. So oh, he
0: he's out. He's out. Now all of you chicken heads are going to start uh, paying attention to the WWE because that's all fake to begin with.
3: Well, that's my simplest mind of the week. Vincent... Kennedy McMahon has to retire because he was fucking three women and pay them out and the board of directors are wondering where that money went and they found that he was paying these women a lot of money and 14 million dollars went missing because and, he paid off. now he's retired and and I live in a van and I try to lure them in to my van with candy or something what were what you gonna say
2: I, I don't see the problem
0: I think oh. Bill's point is Vince McMahon made the WWF into the WWE and he uh, that money he considered to be his and he paid that to women to uh, shut their mouths Have because he did something
3: wrong. Yeah, she's ugly.
2: She, hey, looks like a, neither- she looks like a Jake Dykeman if you know what I mean. This ah. is neither
3: here nor there. This has been
0: the Simple Mind Sports Show Friday Rewind, August 5th. Uh, 2022. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.
3: Bye bye. White wine night.
2: Bye bye. Usually it's red wine. Now it's white. I like you know, the white. You know, hit it's summer.
1: I hit Summer, right? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future.
3: Oh, suns out, guns out.
2: Woo! Hot, Woo! it's hot, it's hot.
1: Come on! Wow! Wow! wow.
3: <laughs> Ladies, make sure you uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes. Your your uh, vaginas will be nice and moist after seeing this. That's four ninety nine Hanes fucking. <laughs> Old,
2: Old Navy, <laughs> Old Navy, seven dollars. He's classier than buggy. There you yeah. go. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, that's yeah, showing the ink, baby.
0: Showing the ink. Bill, how are you?
2: Okay, Doing yeah. good. how about you boys? Yeah,
3: mm, long Doing time to see. You. It's nice to see your pretty face.
2: Thank you.
0: I was excited to hear from you. If not, not necessarily just to hear from you, but just to break up the
2: monotony of Ray's stupidity. Really dumb hey. takes. Really, just not funny jokes.
3: I have a serious question. How smelly was Ingrid's office after I left Sunday?
0: Oh, that's a personal question. We're going to keep that. We're going to keep that off books. Probably
2: just smell of jizz and farts.
3: No jizz. Ray, tons of farts.
0: Ray came down to visit and, uh,
2: yeah, he just farted. He was farted time. the
0: whole
3: time. The whole time. The whole time. It's all that uh, healthy food she gave me. I was a fucking rabbit.
0: Nuts and berries, baby. Nuts and berries. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah
2: nuts and berries
0: uh bill the summer of the queen rages on we're glad i'm glad you could uh jump in today
2: i got a week uh, next week i got a concert so if we can't go tuesday i'm out sorry there you go (laughs) it's a uh, summer yeah
3: yeah bill it's the summer of the queen summer of the queen I'm sorry just be ready for football season that's all we care about
2: yeah, once I mean once fucking September rolls around mean you know, summer's over
0: once September rolls around in New England the sun goes down at three and there's nothing else to do but uh, drink and preach about sports so welcome welcome to the show thank you <laughs> what do you say we start the show the Simple mind sports show where we talk all things.